Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. In today's world, chaos is the only certainty. Over the last several years, we have witnessed the impossible occur in global events. The need for families and individuals to not only survive, but to thrive is now greater than ever. Experts the world over have emphasized the importance of generating additional forms of income. In the technologically advanced world we live in today, what if there was a way that we can use technology-powered AI where we can have algorithms do the work for you? Well, thanks to Algo Factory, that is exactly what we did. We teach you not only to leverage the market and carve out profits in the chaos, but we show you how to have a better quality of life by creating your own custom algorithm that trades on your behalf 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All the while, you can continue with your day-to-day -day responsibilities, checking in when needed on your trades that is working for you. Many clients of Algo Factory have been able to fund their savings, go on dream vacations, and even quit their nine to five jobs. They have created more time for themselves and more time for their families, all through the power of advanced AI and their personal custom algorithm, Algo Factory. Trade your job, upgrade your life. Hello, people. Hello. Good morning to all of you out there. It is the one and only Notorious Glorious V, the Grill Economist, coming to you live on this edition of Markets and Mayhem with my main man, Algo Cowboy. And we're going to talk about lies, damn lies, and economic reports, and all the other things that are important and pertinent to you, all of you. Check us out, roguenews.com, roguenews.com, and check out our paid sponsor, the one, the only, algofactory.tech. Algofactory.tech. Do you know you want to change your life? You want to get ahead? You want to trade your job and upgrade your life? You want to develop the skills? You want to have the particular set of skills that make you dangerous in a world of volatility? Then you need to get over to algofactory.com. I mean, .tech. Excuse me. And join. For less than the price of a monthly supply of Flopalupa, Frappuccino, Dunkachino, Mochachinos over at Starbucks, you could join 
and get all access to everything that you need. And you have both of us here. You have Cowboy and you have the eight man himself. We are running the show over there every morning from 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. We're running and gunning. And for all you YouTube listeners, you want to check out what we're doing from 8 o'clock, from 8.30 to 9 a.m., from 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m., we put on a free session so you can check out what the heck it is that we do over there. And uh, then you could join and really change and empower yourself. And with that being said, Cowboy, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Oh man, just uh, just enjoying the great revision, <laughs> great the re- the revisionist data that's coming out these days. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love it. You gotta love it, man. <laughs> that's why I thought the title of the show was uh, was so appropriate as "Lies, Damn Lies, and Economic Reports," because mm-hmm. um, it's like uh, you know the lies on those three items that gets even more extreme. Until oh, you get to yeah. economic reports when it's just like, oh man, <laughs> it's all lies. <laughs> it's all lies, brother. It's all yeah, lies. Yeah, but you know what? The whole market's a lie. It's been a lie for a long time. Um, yeah. So, you know, what we do is we are not going to think about like some fantasy world where, you know, uh, everybody says kumbaya and, uh, you know, all the problems are gone. Um, as nice as that is to think about, that's basically a form of mental, um, well, mental touching yourself, we'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what we do is we take a look at the world as it exists and we play the game as it exists, right? Because it's really easy to complain. Ah, there's people and, the, you know, liberals and, okay, that's fine. You know, it's good to identify the problem, certainly. Um, but the only reason that we identify the problem is so that we can actually develop a solution so we do not have to spend time with the problem, right? Yeah. Yeah, solutions oriented. Um, that's what it's about. So, um, it looks like, uh, yeah. How long have we been back on YouTube? That's a good question. How how long? Uh, has it been? I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's good that we're getting a broader audience once again. Um, so, what we do over at Algo Factory, and uh, just to just a quick blurb on what's going on over there. Um, <clears throat> if you, uh, I'd say, share the website on the screen if you could there v try to bring it up myself here um so algorithms are um they kind of have this uh connotation to them if you will like sort of a stigma people think it's like some genius thing where you know some guys on a computer with like glasses and it's like a supercomputer that fills a room and um look algorithms are very simple it all an algorithm is is you have um like a series of conditions. And once those conditions are met, then you take an action. And then <clears throat> those actions are designed to retake that same action every time. So technically tying your shoes is an algorithm. Driving to a certain location is an algorithm. You go left here, you go right there. If the stoplight is this color, you stop. Um, you know, those kinds of things, right? And trading, any successful trading out there is going to be an algorithm. Anytime that... Um, Anytime you see a trader who's successful, um, I would bet just everything that I own that that person is using some sort of algorithm, whether they know it or not. So what we do is we help people develop that, and it genuinely starts or generally starts on the manual side of things, where we teach you the basics of the market. If you're brand new, 
Um, you know, we have a, uh, we have four different courses and one of them is like the basics, the essentials course. And, um, now to make a video about every single basic aspect of trading would be like 10,000 videos. It's not realistic. Um, but you know, I do, I, I give the basics and of course we have a community, um, where you can ask questions and, you know, either we'll answer your question or we'll point you in the right direction. You know, here's a video you can watch from YouTube, that kind of thing. Um, so, and we do have experienced traders in there as well. Some of them have been with us since like the watches trade days way back in, uh, 2018. Um, so there's a great community in there and, uh, right now it's really cheap, right? So, um, well, I'll tell you what you're getting. Besides that, you're getting, um, an hour and a half, really, you know, you're getting an hour of private, uh, meeting with the gorilla and myself every single day, um, from, uh, what is that, uh, Seven to eight. What time is that? I can't think straight. It's uh, from uh, nine a.m. Eastern to ten a.m. Eastern every morning. There you go. Nine a.m. Eastern to ten a.m. Eastern, and then of course from eight thirty to nine, we have the free uh, on YouTube. The free uh, sh version of that. Um, I don't know if you, if you want to throw a link up in the uh, in the comments or something. Um, and that way you can get kind of a taste of what we got going on, and it's uh, for the beginners. So we we put it up there for our beginners who are in. Uh, algo factory but then of course we open it up out to everybody to kind of take a look at what's going on so uh there's that there we teach you also through another course how to treat trading like a business and that's in our operations course because without that traders tend to fail um of course the second course is the algorithm building course that's the kind of the obvious one and then the third and we see we got the link right there the youtube link is in the comments by the way so if you want to go over to uh, take a look at that, you can like, take a look at the shows afterwards if you can't make the live session. But if you make the live session and our uh, private members don't have any questions, we allow uh, the public members to ask questions. If you want to see a chart, you want to see a chart on a cryptocurrency or you have a question about, uh, you know, something about trading, we can field it in there. We just give priority to our private members. So back to the courses, you got the basics, the algo building, you got the operations course that teaches you how to trade like a business. And then you have the ethos course which is going to teach you the psychological aspect of trading um, out of those three out of the actual, like, well, we'll like take the basics and the algo course, combine it into one. So with the actual trading nuts and bolts, that's one course, the business course, the, the operations course, and then this, the training psychology course called the ethos course. Those are three legs of a table without which that table would not stand. So if you want to become a trader and take advantage of one of the few um, self-employable export exploits that we have left in this country because that's being taken out from under us. Um, you know, this is something that you can't get fired from. This is something that you get to develop, even if you already have a job, you know, in, in an hour or two a day of studying, it's like, uh, it's kind of like going to night class. Um, you know, if you're dedicated, then you can build some, you know, if you're dedicated and you are able to follow direction, then the probability is extremely high that over time you will build something that can supplement your income. Um, and eventually for some people such as myself, it will even allow you to quit your job. Um, although, you know, that's not for everybody. And oftentimes trading actually goes better when you still have a job, especially if it's a job that you really like and you don't want to quit that job. So anyway, um, that's what we do at Algo Factory right now. It's $49.99 a month. That's like that's very cheap. It's actually not a month's worth of Frappuccinos or whatever. It's actually 10 days worth or even less than that. So, you know, give up the sugar, right? Give up the caffeine like I did five days ago and I'm still on withdrawals. Um, 
I'm, I'm over here. I'm drinking decaf because it like I'm hoping it fools my brain into thinking I have energy. But man, that first three days is brutal. But you give that stuff up and it pays for itself and you get healthier. Um, you just, you know, but it does take dedication and time. It's not get rich quick. That's what I'll tell you. It's not, there, there is no get rich quick in this world. There's nothing that's going to make you money that you do not put a lot of effort into. I don't know about that, man. I, I was in this network marketing thing and um, <laughs> it, it was, uh, it had to do with, uh, um, you know, uh, selling lotions and potions and, uh, <laughs> I had to go to, uh, I had to get a whole bunch of people together and I had to make a, a, a list of five people that I could sell to. And then we all had a meeting in our living room. Uh, I took out a board and an easel. I had to draw three circles and I had to show the plan. Then I had to buy all the lotions and potions. And uh, I, you, you see, you see, there's wholesale and retail, cowboy, right? So you buy it at retail and mm -hmm. uh, at, 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 you know, for a bar of soap would be a $39.99. But if right, you right. join, my elite wholesale club, instead of paying $39.99, you're going to be paying $37.99. So you oh. save $2. That, 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 that's, that's, that's wholesale. Okay. But that gives you what's known as PV, personal value points, right? Right, right, right. And once you get enough PV and you got to really learn because the real experts in here in the business, they buy, they have all these tapes. We still make audio tapes. Cassette tapes. In fact, when you join, we give you a, a free cassette tape, a cassette tape player. Now you listen to all the tapes, and you got to buy all the books, right? That's that's the key. You got to every week buy books and tapes on how to make it, motivational tapes, all this other stuff. That's how you do it. But that, <laughs> apart from that, you know, there's no other way to make faster money than than that. That's the fastest way to make money that I know of. I know several of my friends who declared bankruptcy and uh, are now in financial ruin because they went. <laughs> And folks, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Amway. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Amway, something else. Or they, re I think they repackaged themselves into a, a quick star. I don't know what they, I don't know what they're calling themselves this week. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, they've they've repackaged a lot of times. times. When uh, when they were trying to get me in there, it was uh, Worldwide Dream Builders. Worldwide Dream Builders. Good God. I know. <laughs> Worldwide delusion. Come join us. But you know, you get you got a guy showing up who, you know, drives like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car back in the nineties, and you're like, holy crap, he could do something with this. And you yeah. get excited for about three weeks until you realize he's got he's got ten thousand suckers under him that are buying tapes and books from him every week, thinking yeah. I need a listener. <laughs> I need a listener to John Cannoli. He knows the way. John Cannoli. <laughs> John Cannoli knows the way. That's such a bad, like, John Cannoli. What an alias that is. <laughs> John Cannoli. <laughs> That's an alias. Oh, I love it. I <laughs> and love a bad it. one. Oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah, no, this is, in reality, there's no get rich quick. Unless your name is, uh, you know, rhymes with Punter Schmeiden and, and you're, you know, just amazing at finger painting. There's no way to get rich uh, quick. Well, okay, unless so. your name is, uh, you know, like this guy named Scam Bankman Fraud. Like, you know, oh, dude, you know. not that guy. Does there any, whatever happened? To, is he in jail yet? No, he's not gonna. He's never gonna see the prison. He's gonna walk, isn't he? He's gonna walk. That's why they delayed his uh, court case until like sometime in next year or something like that. They're gonna delay the court case until the law doesn't exist in this country anymore. Exactly, and then you won't be. That kid will not see the inside of jail. He's too protected. Yeah, that's something else, man. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he helped. Uh, basically, they're saying he helped launder a bunch of uh, money that went to a certain Eastern European 
nation that is at war with a much larger Eastern European nation um, with basically very similar bloodlines between the two of them. So not going to mention any names here. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that's, um, that's Algo factory. It's cheap. And if you get in at the current price of forty nine ninety nine, um, then let's, you know, we're going to add to this. Um, we're going to add to this, uh, this platform. It's going to actually grow. It's going to expand. And as it does, even now we're charging a pittance. It's not, you know, we're going to have to raise the price, but if you get in at the current price, that price will not go up for you for the current services that you're getting. Okay. So, that's one thing to know. It's like, okay, the basic, you know, uh, the basic subscription might go up to a hundred bucks. It might double, it might go more than that. But if you got in at forty nine ninety nine ahead, if you trusted us with your time and money ahead of time, well, well, it was still a new platform. Then you get to get, you know, keep that price for the basic membership. So another thing to know. Um, so I don't know. What do you say? We, uh, let's get into it, man. Into it. Let's do All it. Right, you got anything, uh, pressing that's uh, going on right now? No. No, I already went. To, I already went to the bathroom, so I'm good. Oh, good lord! <laughs> um, you know, I will say that uh, we did have some impressive stuff come out from the gorilla. So Thursdays on and the Algo Factory, uh, Algo Factory Live. That's we call that Drip Thursdays, and that really sounds bad, but it's uh, it's when the gorilla, who you know, he's in a lot of meetings, talks to people across the world does some pretty big deals on the precious metals and crypto side. So of course, when you're in that world, you're going to get a lot of information ahead of time. And uh, so what we get in there is information that is given to us on Thursdays that is not given anywhere else. You want to give us a little more, not say any, any information, but just kind of give us an idea of the kind of stuff you talk about in there. The stuff that I talk about there is stuff that I will not talk about anywhere period. I will, you'll never hear it on YouTube. You'll never hear it on Rumble, any any sort of media platform that I'm just out there blabbing my, flapping my gums. So it's more insider information. Uh, will Rogue eventually hear it? Yeah, but it could be weeks or months down the line. Uh, yeah, after it's relevant for, yeah. say, trading purposes, right? Exactly. And anything that, you know, we're talking about, um, well, first of all, anything we talk about on the show or in any other show is going to be <laughs> nice, fellas. Um, it's, it's none of it. <laughs> excuse me, is investment advice. Uh, this is all for entertainment and education entertainment purposes, purposes only. And, only. Yeah, go to talk to your licensed uh, investment advisor before risking your uh, capital on the markets because you can lose money. And also it's our you opinion. Lose again, your you know, shorts on your shorts, man. You can lose your shorts on your shorts. And it's only our opinion. It's not the opinion of anybody else or any other company that we mention or don't mention on the show. All right, so um, yeah, that's... Uh, and also anything we talk about on Drip Thursdays, none of that is like legally privileged information. It's not like uh, insider type information that we could get in trouble for. It's just information that's kept quiet, um, you know, uh, not legally, but uh, for other reasons. So um, first of all, we do have footage of the economy's uh, upcoming soft landing. Oh, yeah. So... Um, yeah, it's, we have it. It's it's coming. Oh, oh, here it is. This is the soft landing. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? This yep. is, I've got it. It's, um, you know, it's going to happen. And here we go. Let's hit the play button here. There he goes. He stopped. Oh, oh. smart. Ah! <laughs> so he, he was, it's like, oh, we're going to land. And he actually stops right down at the bottom. And then, oh, 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 oh never mind. <laughs> Oh my god. That's good, right? Yeah, that's All good. Right, so we also actually have a video of what it's like 
to be a retail trader that doesn't get a proper education. Somebody who wants to become a trader and they just don't know, they're not teaching themselves anything. They're not asking for help anywhere. They don't talk to Algo Factory. And so this is what it looks like. Oh my god. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> I'll play it again. Here we go. <laughs> Dude, that's like tomato sauce and whatever spices is in there. Right? I imagine it's, it's uh, ketchup. Uh, oh, it's God. Ketchup. Yeah, hopefully it's just ketchup. Looks like a pizza shop he's in. <laughs> it could, yeah, it does look. Yeah, it could be a pizza sauce, which has like pepper in it. And, uh, you know, that's actually bad news. <laughs> I got some, uh, I got a video real quick of some guys who are, um, you know, they're trying to, you know, if you're trying to, you know, if you're trying to like really navigate the markets and, and deal with the volatility and you're not with us over an algo factory, this is what it's going to look like, man. I'm just, I'm just saying, here we go. No, let's see it. This is what it's going to look like. Oh, I know this. I saw this happen when it happened. Bang! <laughs> Bang! <laughs> Bang! Boom! <laughs> this is a family-friendly slide. It's called oh, is, that Mama, is that Mama snap. June right there? That's Mama June. This is insanity. There's other videos of this, and they had to close <laughs> this down. <laughs> They didn't close it down. Oh, my God. Break, yo. You're coming down. I'm paralyzed, man. Oh, Oh. people got hurt. People got hurt badly, man. I love it. Yeah, that's. uh, there's some other videos of it. I mean, look, these people get launched like several feet in the air, and they land on a flat surface. (laughs) This is the in in Detroit. Detroit knows how to build a slide, man. It just looks like a trash slide. It looks like they took some recycling material from the dump and made a slide out of it. There you go. (laughs) Bell Island. Oh my god. Downtown Detroit. There you go. He's going nice and slow. Uh, This lady's done for. She's got her glasses on, dude. She has glasses on? She's crazy. Yeah, they reopened it, but I mean look. Why would you continue on that slide? Exactly. Unless you're a glutton for punishment. Look at that. He's lost his glasses, his phone. Yeah, some real uh, geniuses live in there uh, in Detroit. Oh. <laughs> Holy crap, Ola. This guy's he's one of them boys. He's going to do it. Oh, he his face. Oh. <laughs> Bang. That's an injury. I love this slide. I I, I would never do this. (laughs) They're getting launched. And people are lining up for it, dude. Yeah. Oh, my wife, she couldn't watch this. She's she's a chiropractor. She just couldn't watch it. Oh my god. This (laughs) oh my god. Oh, now the channel four reporter's going. Oh, she 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 went slow. She went slow. Yeah, she yeah, she is smart. She didn't push off. Good God, that is just hilarious. Well, that's what happens, folks. You're trying to navigate the volatility without the data. So, speaking of data, 
Cowboy, let's jump into it, man. Let's do, let's let's get into this. Let's get into it. So, uh, yeah, we like to have fun, you know. So, uh, uh, Annie was over there in the uh, uh, what do you call it, the Twitch chat, talking about how we do make it enjoyable in the in the show. I mean, we spend uh, you know most of our time talking about data, of course, and but we you know throw in a couple jokes here and there. So we try to have a good time. We get to hear uh, V's uh, in progress Australian accent, you know, things like that. Go back to one of my Australian accent. I think it's kind of wrong that you would do that. I'll tell you, it's Northern Australian. I'm not like you. I'm not from the bush. It's not what you I sound do. like you're from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> not like Ooh. you. I'm from Northern Australia. God <laughs> I'm from Northern Australia. What in the hell is wrong with you, boy? <laughs> right. All right, cowboy. Let's get into it now. You ain't from around here, are you, boy? Um, so, uh, <laughs> we had, what was the, one? oh, jolts. That's the one you called out. So, um, there was some data that came out yesterday. It was a short week. Obviously Monday was a holiday for the United States and in the Forex market and in, you know, in markets in general, when, when the dollar takes a day off, the whole market takes a day off because everything is based on the dollar at this point. Still, believe it or not, I think, um, everything's awesome. Everything's awesome. Yeah, that's great. It's wonderful. Um, so the Jolt's job openings, uh, we were just we were all sitting there waiting for it in the in the group. And here's the thing about news. All right. So and I've talked about this on the Thursday show enough times. So if this is like not your first time watching this, um, I don't trade news. I wait for the news to, to happen. And I say news, I mean economic data um, you know, being released. And uh, this is uh, forexfactory.com. This is also information can be found on tradingview.com, which is where I do my charting and a lot of my trading via API, but I like the Forex factory calendar. There's just, I'm used to it and it's got a lot more, a bit more data and it's just a lot more um, succinct to look at. And anyhow, so I'm like, okay, V had to go. He had a, he couldn't stick stick around for an extra couple of minutes. Cause he had a meeting to go to. He had a hard stop yesterday, but I was like, what do you think? You think it's going to be, you know, jolt jobs openings above or below expectation? Cause you can see here, 941 million. That's the expectation. That was the forecast. And then the the prior month is after that on the right. But here it is. 10 million um, is the was the number. He was right. The, the gorilla said it's going to go. It's going to be higher than expected, but then it's going to be revised another few months later. And we've been seeing a lot of that where these numbers get revised. Um, so what's, you know, and this is a great name for the. Um, the, the great title lies damn lies in economic reports because <clears throat> these economic reports are, are fudged we've known for a long time that they're fudged um i've known since my first economics class in high school actually i was i was taking a college course while well, i took a lot of college courses while in high school um so technically it was universe a college course but whatever since the mid 90s i've known that uh the data is fudged the inflation data the unemployment data, all of it's fudged. Um, and this job openings, they're trying to say there actually was were about 600,000 more openings than expected. And there's a good chance that'll revise. Because um, we got a lot of people being laid off right now. A ton of layoffs, especially in tech. Um, so but you want to know is, something? There's thousands of fry cook positions that are being opened daily. And that's what matters, man. I mean, I'll tell you what. If it came down to it, I'll go be a fry cook. They got to pay the bills. You know, I think I rather turn tricks on the corner, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) Um, If you know what I mean, 
Uh, so I'll tell you what. Yeah, I just want to, because it, today's June 1st, uh, happy awareness month to all you out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me want to jump right into the, uh, into the boycott stories. Um, look, here's the thing about it. Like I know uh, Gus talks a lot about how the media wants us to feel outnumbered, but when the market speaks, that tells you what you need to know. And so um, over on Breitbart, there's an article um, and I don't, I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but there's a song by this. Uh, I think it's Morgan Wallen. I see singles by that um, Forgiato guy, Forgiato flow or something. like that. Yeah. Something. What is it? Some Florida rapper, dude. So yeah, Forge Out of Flow. Number one it. song. Yeah, Blue past Taylor Swift and uh, this Morgan Wallen, whoever that is. Even with um, all the shadow banning, it is number one. Yeah, even with, exactly. So yeah. even with shadow banning, it just goes to show you that it's kind of like voting where, you know, if enough people vote, they can't hide the, th- you know, it, they have to go to greater lengths to cheat. Like you got to see all of a sudden hundreds of thousands of votes per district show up on the computer at 11 a, you know, at, at 1 a.m. I mean, it's just, so, you know, you got to this is a reason why, look, <clears throat> you'll hear from different people, different spiritual people, you know, don't be involved in this. Don't be involved in that. But you know what? You got to speak up. I'm sorry. I don't care. It's, you know, it, as long as you're speaking up and as long as you make your yourself heard. <clears throat> and I know, OK, so all we know how to do is boycott and all this and stuff. Well, we got to start somewhere on the uh on on the not psycho left side um you know because i don't want to just call us right-wing people i think there's a lot of left-wing people that don't want their children uh you know groomed either i think i'd imagine 80 90 percent of what normal democrats don't want their children being churned into like you know a toy for pedophiles I, i can't imagine that's like a really you know popular thing for people right you got the brainwashed people who don't know that what they're doing is grooming their children. But if this kind of, you know, call it making fun of these people using the, you know, using certain terms and all that, that will continue to push the idea that what is happening in the world right now in this nation is not healthy. And when the market speaks, it lets you know that you're not alone. And in fact, you're probably in a not so silent majority. So um, that's that message. Hopefully it doesn't get us booted off the platform that we just mentioned earlier. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, let me see. We'll go, we'll talk a little bit about Bud Light if I can find that story. Um, it seems like they have doubled down. Okay. So Bud Light is actually now donating to, you know, um, those kinds of, you know, the LGB, whatever, uh, groups they're, they're given $200,000 to those groups and their stock is just dumping. Oh no, not this. We love trans people. Trans people belong here. We love trans people. My ears, my ears. That's, that's, that is like, dude. Okay. There's this like, that's why you brought up the Bud Light thing. And now that they're donating, you know, it's, it's, you know, for those, yeah, they're no. donating. <laughs> they're tumbling and tripling down. Cowboy. They're tripling down. Dude, it's like, okay, you ever see a couple of kids arguing and then like they just start screaming over each other and they yeah. think they win? Yeah. That's what that, that woman is childish. Oh, that's, that's, beyond. that's childish behavior. I don't want to see her anymore if I can avoid it. You're going to play it right now, aren't you, you bastard? No, 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 just keep going. <clears throat> I had, Every I'm, time it came I'm, on yesterday, I'm, I'm like, I'm subconsciously flashing because it's that month that you know that we're all supposed to, uh, you know, worship the, you know what, all right? So I'm yeah. just flashing the the awareness month uh, thing that I have. That's just great. 
I mean, to me, it's just like the the groomer thing, though. I'd say continue to push that. Oh yeah, because that's that's exactly say it, what it say is. it, say it, say it. It's so funny. Like it's yeah. funny. It's funny to us, and, and it ruins them. Um, so this is going to be a good lesson. Um, there's a, an author from von Mises actually who talked about this. It's on. Um, it's actually on the American Institute for Economic Research. But I'm just I'll go through Zero Hedge for it. Uh, it's just cleaner here. But I'll just read what this says is that going into identity politics for a business to do so is actually suicide because you'll never, ever satisfy the people on the left. You could you could like take your own kid somewhere and chop off body parts and turn them into whatever that they want you to turn them into. And it still won't be enough. You know, they could tell you that if to, to be inclusive, you have to drop a puppy in a blender and drink the puppy. And if you do that, it won't be enough. So there's no way to satisfy these people. And and going in that direction is not going to help you. And it certainly is going to alienate um, a lot of people on the right. And when you're Bud Light, which is basically like, you know, 45-year-old to 65-year-old dudes with beer guts drinking, watching football, like pushing that message is not the way to go. I mean, it really was a bad move. Um, so here's what we'll read from this. Uh, I'll, I'll re- the author's name is um, John Miltzmore over at the American Institute for Economic Research. Okay, And to quote it, it says, one can see why corporate executives chafe under the ESG framework. Instead of focusing on creating value and serving consumers, companies are forced to dance to the ESG piper's tune and perform whatever social initiatives a tiny cabal of people regard as important. Uh, little break from the quote here, a tiny cabal of people. These, yeah, this is a small group of people that have 0. a lot 0. of power. 0. 0. 0. 0. 0. 0.001%. I mean, this is insanity. It's not the small group of people who have this power. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and it's going to, we need to take it away and it's going to go away. Um, <clears throat> this was always the danger in stakeholder capitalism, quote unquote. The decades old attempt to nudge corporations into serving interests other than their own shareholders and consumers. Um, it subordinates the consumers, the very people who should be in charge. Okay, so we'll take a break here. Look, the, the consumers in this case are, you know, Bud Light. I don't know the demographic. I'm just kind of looking at what I see in my life. And it's like dudes anywhere from 30 to old. And they like to watch football. And you're going to push this stuff on them. It's like, this isn't what those guys want to see. You might have a small contingency of them that they, oh, yeah. And they're, they're busy eating, uh, you know, soy chicken wings. But like 99% of them don't want that. And this is a great exercise in what happens. And yet they double and triple down, right? Back to the quote. The real bosses in the capitalist system of the market economy are the consumers. The economist Ludwig von Mises famously wrote in his book, Bureaucracy, they, by their buying and their abstention from buying, decide who should own the capital and run the plants. They determine what should be produced and in what quantity and quality. Um, So this is, of course, uh, if you take that sort of axiom you could even call it a law um an economic law um you can then go ahead and boycott and this is the problem with uh, this is a perfect example of why centrally planned economies simply don't work because price is the mechanism and we talked about this last week commerce is what keeps countries from going to war commerce is what moves society forward demand for technology is what moves society forward now there are some some, you know, circumstances where companies are behaving badly, dumping toxic waste into a river, 
And there's got to be some way to deal with that. I'm not trying to say complete and unfettered capitalism is necessarily, well, first of all, it's not realistic. It's never going to happen. But second of all, there are some issues that go along with that. They need to be figured out. A guy from von Mises is going to argue that the private system can create a uh, uh, can create a solution to that, and I don't disagree with that. I just don't think it's realistic. But the long and the short of it is that that basically the government should, by and large, stay out of business and let price and the market determine everything. And this is a good example of it because now a quasi government, a shadow government, tried to put their finger into business, and now Bud Light stock is, or I should say, Anheuser Busch's uh, stock is just dumping and dumping and dumping. Um, so uh, that's the talk on on Bud Light. That's the talk really on a study of um, you know why centrally planning a market simply is just going to not work. That's it. It's, it's live, staked out, and naked for everybody to see at this point. Um, so now we're going to move over to uh, some China-type news. Um, and essentially... Uh, Elon Musk, we've been to you guys on Rogue. I wasn't on it, but you guys were talking about how Elon went to China for the first time in like you know three years. Um, and uh, long story short, um, he is where is the uh, long story short, the announcement here is that they're not interested in a decoupling from China, they want to key here. It is right here. Um, Musk told Chinese foreign minister, uh, Keen Gung. I believe that's how it said in Beijing that Tesla opposes decoupling and is willing to invest more in China. Um, and I think that we're going to continue to see that because look, okay, so the United States has this economic problems, right? However, um, you know, we're still a massive consumer-based society. We still produce a lot of things, even though we don't produce what we used to produce. And we have natural resources that I think actually may end up being tapped a little bit more in the near future. Um, so, you know, there, we, st I mean, we're still powerful. We just are probably not going to be the most powerful country in the world, or certainly not powerful enough to subjugate other countries <laughs> like we have been doing for a long time as the use, the usage of the dollar decreases. But at the same time, um, you know, we do have a market that is valuable and we want to continue to have a relationship and Elon Musk and others like him, um, you know, there's been articles on zero hedge about Jamie Dimon talking in China. And I know Vela's talked about it last week on his show, Tom Luongo, um, and his uh, show before that. So there, there are um, lifelines, if you will, or, uh, you know, bridges being built to cross the political BS. And if we can clean up the problems in the, in the political side of things, um, you know, then we might be able to have a chance at uh, maintaining a good uh, relationship with China. Um, so let me get rid of some of these articles we've seen already. Um, next, we'll run a little bit back to the economic data. Um, so we are looking at high jobless claims. Okay. Um, so people are losing their jobs. Looks like uh, Ohio is, is taking a hard hit. Ohio, New York, Illinois, Connecticut, Missouri, Oregon, um, these first five are some pretty heavy on the uh, on the manufacturing side, like the Midwest, Ohio, Illinois. Um, New York had a lot of manufacturing in its day. Um, so this is interesting. It's, it's weekly initial jobless claims. So, um, you know, we do see some jobless claims, but in states like North Carolina, Arkansas, Michigan, which is a surprise, um, Pennsylvania, Georgia, 
So it's an interesting look here where the claims are actually going down for some, uh, for some areas. Um, but again, look at this. The claims data post revisions means oddly flat around 18 month highs post revisions. So this is just what uh, the grill was talking about where all these data that are coming out are constantly being revised. It seems like they just can't get the, uh, you know, they can't seem to get the data proper for three months. And it just so happens to push the market in a given direction. Um, there's also jolts, which we talked about earlier in the show. And of course, a couple days ago, um, it showed a drop in layoffs and claims data decline. But real world data like Challenger Grays surged again. So this shows you that like the jolts data that is kind of more of the official um, look at things. That's the data that is paid attention to on, say, like, you know, the forex market and stuff like that. Well, the real data that you can look at for future information is going to be a challenger grays. And that's actually uh, real world data. I imagine it's more of a mm, more of a privately oriented data. So it says here, can we trust any government supplied data to the meat of the show, right? To the lies, lies and economic reports. This is not what the Fed wants to see after 500 basis points of height of hikes. So it's a six month lag. So at the, what they're asking at the end of this article is we're going to see another rebound higher in claims data. And with a revision, then I would bet that that's quite possible because the revisions at this point are tending to trend towards higher unemployment claims and things like that. You know, they, they want to say, Oh, everything looks good. And we can, because if they're trying to push the data to look good, then what they're trying to show is what they've done is work is uh, what they have done is working. So, you know, it's basically given people a reason to exist. <laughs> um, yeah. It's given the fed and all those guys a reason to exist. Like, Hey, what we're doing is working in reality. The problems that we've been having are related to really bad policy. And, uh, and some of it's just purely economic. A lot of it has to do with what we've been doing with the, the dollar. Um, so I don't know, V, I want to take a break here and uh, see what you think about, you know, that concept. The, the, look, when you leave off, and I said this dozens of times, folks, okay, why do the central bankers, why do these technocrats, why do they hate things like gold? Why do they hate things like sound money? Why do they hate things like mark to market? Why do they hate things like underlying asset value? Why do they hate stuff like that, right? Because it, it, it is a taskmaster. It is something that brings discipline to the market. It is what brings clarity to assets. It is what brings reality and, 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 and formality to the entire economy, right? But when you go off of the, uh, you know, something like the gold standard, or you go off of an anchor that is the underpinning of your whole entire monetary existence, then you go into fantasy la-la land. And when we go into fantasy La La Land, there's only one thing that matters. It's not, it's not about, hey, you need a powerful military. It's not about any of that, right? That, that's all comes second. The most important thing is narrative. Why? Because you're printing money out of thin air backed up by nothing. It's backed up by narrative and perception. And it becomes the most important thing. And you got to understand, folks, you know, people are like, well, why can't we have a physical economy and a fire economy at the same time? You can't, because the more physical and real your economy becomes, the less speculation is involved. So therefore, you have to spin 
the wild, wild tales in order for the, the people to be duped and to think that your paper that you're peddling throughout the world is as valuable as gold. And that's the reason why. Narrative is everything. <clears throat> narrative, narrative, narrative. Jobs data, uh, uh, inflation. All these are just narratives. Go ahead, Cowboy. Oh, these guys live on narrative. That's that's all they live on. Um, yep. So there's an interesting look. Now, if I'm going to ask your opinion here um, before we go at the article that I just shared on the screen. If you were to guess whether we would go to some kind of gold standard or something that's actually more commodity-based as a whole, not just gold, but commodity-based, and that's the feature of money, what would you, what would you think is going to be the better choice between those two for what actually happens? I'll repeat that again. So if there's two choices, a gold standard for the future or uh, money that is commodity-based in general. Uh, it's heading in both directions, actually. Well, yeah. And so what I was kind of saying but, is but pure gold standard want... or gold plus commodity. Like it, That's the thing that's being debated about right now in the closed boardrooms throughout the world, uh, especially in the multipolar world, is um, is creating some sort of gold trade settlement. Now, when we had a pure gold standard, it wasn't 100% of every single, everybody's reserves were backed by gold. It was a certain percentage. On average, anywhere between 34 to 46% of reserve was backed by gold. And that was the classical gold standard that ran from 1877 to, I believe, 19, uh, 1912, 1917, something like that. I don't remember the exact um, – I don't remember the exact date at the moment. I'll have to go dig it up. But – the fact remains that was the greatest time of economic advancement in human history. It was an economic boom, the likes of which the world's never seen. And then we got, when we got away from that classical gold standard, we came out with this quasi gold standard, which uh, put us on a road to ruin. And, um, and that's the gold standard that was being criticized, right? The, this, 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 this chimera gold standard. That was being criticized by John Maynard Keynes, where Keynes called it a barbarous relic. He was not referring it, commonly misquoted to him, but he was not referring to the classical gold standard of 1877 uh, all the way to 1910 or 1912 it was. But uh, the guy was a bit of a gold bug for people that, that did not know. And I don't, I'm not a Keynes fan, but uh, a little bit of that. <clears throat> so it's heading in, 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 in uh, both directions. Um I think what it's looking like from my personal opinion, from looking at whatever bits of information I got, tiny bits, minuscule bits, um, they're looking at having, yes, you have gold, you have you know gold trade settlement, but then creating a gold trade settlement note uh, that is going to be utilized for the, for the settlement of trade. Um, how that looks and what the exact functions and mechanisms will take hours to explain um and then it's all it's still theory it's still theory there's nothing there at this point it'd have to be redeemable in gold yeah it's going to be redeemable in gold and that that's the whole like 40 percent of it redeemable in gold right and the rest is promises uh, uh no there's it's not it's it's it, that that's the thing it's going to be redeemable in total of something like if the if 40 percent redeemable in gold and then you have the uh, you know, as an example and then the remainder could be uh, XYZ currency, XYZ commodities, XYZ digital assets. You know, that these are the things that are being uh, stipulated upon. 
Interesting. Yeah. Cause yeah. look, what's real wealth? Like real wealth is going to be, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's going to be somebody with a specific skill and they can build something or they can create something skills. or they can take something out of the ground, whatever it is. And because they use economies of scale and their skills, then whatever they're about to sell is, is cheaper for them to make than the money that they get back. So in, in other words, a guy, uh, you know, way back when could get a barrel of lamp oil from, you know, blubber or something. And that barrel, you know, cost him, you know, maybe 20 pieces of silver to create and he can sell it for 30. And then the guy who buys it for 30 pieces of silver doesn't understand how to make oil. So he's happy to just have the oil to use. And that's real wealth because it is a mutually beneficial exchange and it is volitional. Um, and of course, there's nobody involved in the middle. So you, you have a peer-to-peer exchange of actual items. So whatever this gold trade note is backed by, I would imagine that uh, whatever it is is ultimately redeemable in some form of commodity, maybe partially gold and the rest of it could be yeah. you know, something else that's represented, some kind of tokenized oil or something, you know? Yeah. Um, but an interesting thing to look at, um, the article I'm, I just uh, shared up uh, to the screen um, I'm going to zoom in on it. The actual premise of the article is not what I'm interested in. It's the data in the article. Um, so V, I think you have to put it up there. On the screen. There you go. Oh, yeah. um, and in this article is, it's a good article. He's, he's kind of saying a gold standard is not realistic. Um, I don't know. I mean, why not? You just have to revalue gold. You know, he, he what he's saying here is that um, the actual article has to do with, with central banks buying gold at a record pace. And, and he is only asking, what does that mean for inflation? Um, so, and his argument is not much because they're only buying, you know, uh, $7 billion in gold. And we're talking about 30 trillion, you know, $30 trillion economy uh, or $32 trillion in debt. Um, but what is being ignored in that argument um, is that you could just simply revalue gold by, you know, 10, 20, hundred times. I mean, it's, you know, if there really is um, a write down of everything, then the amount of gold you could use to buy the, the the amount of gold you would need, as compared to the dollars or whatever you you're using to purchase it, could be, I mean, dollars could be worth nothing at that point. It'd be like wheelbarrows of dollar uh, to go buy like a loaf of bread, like in Weimar Germany, that kind of situation. And I don't think we're ever going to get to that point. I think that was something that happened a long time ago, but I think we have gotten to that point in a certain way, um, just on a, on a lesser scale. But what's interesting here is that if you look at the numbers, um, the amount that gold would have to go up at $7 billion just to kind of, you know, and this is what 120 tons of gold. So, uh, and that's, uh, let me see, Mr. Ton, let me see what I think about that. So the lead chart right here at 120 tons of gold by global investors, right? So that's in 2023 so far um, as compared to 2022. It looks like 2019 was a big year as well. But this year, the whole world, uh, IMF, World Council, US Global Investors, that, that group of people, very large group of gold buyers has bought 120 metric tons. And 120 metric tons is worth $7 billion dollars. But and and just the U.S.'s debt is sitting at 32 trillion. But if the debt gets written down, and dollars don't matter anymore, and everything gets revalued into gold, 
then that gold is actually going to matter a whole lot more than this guy is talking about. Um, so the, the numbers are really what the key is. Look, if central banks are buying gold and we're moving away, you know, we're, we're, we're moving into some kind of a new situation that is being debated using gold as at least 40% of the standard, the economy of the world's like hundreds of trillions of dollars. And if you're going to have gold backing 40% of, we'll just say $300 trillion, that's $120 trillion, right? So $120 trillion, and let's just say, uh, what's 120 metric tons is only 7 billion. So 7 billion to 120 trillion is like, uh, let's see, 7 divided by 120. 7 divided by 120. That's like 5%. So it's literally five or six percent of what it could be. So you're talking about an increase of like ninety some odd percent in price. Um, I mean, I think I, that's that's a actually that's not even correct either. We're talking about one, two. We're talking about two orders of magnitude <laughs> that gold's price could go up. That's like times a hundred easily. So you know, and look, that's just. I'm not saying gold's going to go up times a hundred. I'm saying that. You know, some very simple math tells us that if gold were to be used as a standard, the way that it would be valued right now is grossly undervalued by an order of magnitude or two. That's what I'm trying to say. And the math, and that's head math, that's napkin math. That that's not including a lot of complexity out there. And that's based on how much gold is being bought by central banks versus how much it's worth right now versus how big the world's economy is. Uh, we can even Google. How big is the world's economy in dollars? So how big is the world's annual economy in dollars? Question mark. I said 300 uh, trillion. I just kind of pulled that number out. Uh, what do you think, V? Let's see here. The world's economy... 80 trillion dollar uh, world economy. Yeah, okay, I said 300 cool. trillion, so 80 trillion. Mm -hmm. That's that's nominal GDP. That's the world economy. 80 trillion dollars. So, okay, still it's, it's it's within, you know, I said 300 trillion, so I'm only about uh 25% off there or 75% off. Still, that's within an order of magnitude that I'm still correct. Um so all I'm saying is, you know, when everything makes a shift um, you know, gold is something that I like to own. I'm not telling anybody else what to do, but I just made a pretty clear case here why gold could make a jump that's bigger than anybody is even thinking right now. V, what do you think? I'll yield the floor too. I'm done. Oh, no, that I, I feel the same way. People don't understand the yellow metal is, is the way out and for, for resetting the entire globe. The, it, it's always been the taskmaster. It needs to have some sort of reality and what... Countries around the world are realizing that, you know, they, they it has to be based on something that's real and tangible. And the yellow metal every single time comes back as the the choice to get this done. So total agreement there, folks. We're at the end of the show. Thank you all for listening in. And again, look, you know, happy day for a happy month to all of you that are out there. Uh, enjoy. Um, and you know, be well, and um, yeah, that, that, that's what I gotta say, cowboy. And uh, and what else can I say? Um, did I just, I think I just lost my thing. Oh, there it is. No, you're on. All right, good.
Good grief, man. Good grief. You had microphone problems today, man. You had issues with I that. know. It's one of those things, man. You know, it's what happens. But I want to leave all of you with this. We need trans people. We need trans people belong here. We need trans people. We love trans people. Trans people belong here. Come on, man. She's a psycho. Who acts like that? Crazy. You know what George Carlin said about like, you know, you guys complaining about the government. He's like, this is the best that we have to offer. This is the best. This is the best we got. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, folks, thank you all for listening in. We will be back on tomorrow. Uh, Vela's will be on, so make sure that you well, make sure that you listen in tomorrow. And with that being said, we are over and out. Cheers. <laughs>